Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. The province, they are temporarily removing elements of the G road test in order to increase the number of appointments that can be made each and every day. Here's uh, here's the breakdown. So if you've had anyone in your house kind of going through that, that the G licensing program or just... You were close to that fringe. You've had it for a couple of years, but then the pandemic hit back in March of 2020. Um, Over 420,000 tests have been canceled. So you can understand there is a massive backlog. So a spokesperson for the uh, Ministry of Transportation said the change is being made in an effort to clear that backlog. And their angle is it's going to uh, get rid of those duplicate maneuvers, things like roadside stops and three-point turns and parallel parking, which are all included in that G2 test. They're going to pause those. They would also arguably be the things that take up the most time if you can't do it. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. So, again, uh, (laughs) just reading through the announcement, this will allow for more streamlined tests while continuing to evaluate driver's skills alongside new skills such as highway driving requirements. So this will allow about 30% more tests per day. And, and Benny nailed it. It Basically, the testing in itself will be a shorter yep. block of time because they're like, nah, no, nah, we'll scratch that out, scratch that. I don't need that. But at the end of the day, like this is a lifetime skill, something you take with you and you get evaluated. And, and basically, here's your plastic card. Don't come back and see us until you're 80. Because that's when you need to yeah, get retested. Yeah. It's, it's funny because this, I don't know if this is a small town thing, but we knew like which we ended up knowing like the shifts of the people that would be judging us. Right, right. And we knew who would do what. So it was always like, oh, you want to book on a Wednesday because so-and-so is that day. Yeah. They don't even take you on the 401. They'll do it like they'll say. <laughs> and, and that was exactly what I did. I did not end up on the 401 for my final G test. They asked me, and at the time I was working uh, from, I was living in Chatham, working in Windsor. So I was like, yeah, I go every day. It's like hours and hours on the 401. They're like, okay, good enough for me. They <laughs> got me the check. So I, I wonder, uh, like, maybe they're just kind of, they're learning this now in the drive test centers that oh, people are finding ways to skirt around it. We've had texts to the, the line here before about, oh, you want to go up to like Rodney or something? No, they don't do 401 yeah. tests there. <laughs> it, highway tests. It is a little unnerving because so you're going to have substandard drivers that will now have the ability to kind of skirt around some of the, a three point turn isn't the easiest thing when you're 16 years old. Parallel parking without use of cameras and the beep, beep, beeps yeah. is not yeah. an easy task. Task. Again, it's, it's something you have to know. Then down the line a year or two, if you're your parents' car or you've got enough scratch together, you've got a nice car with a camera, yeah, it's a lot easier to back up. Mm-hmm. But it's so, this does make me a little bit nervous. And they've said, basically, they're going to run with these new parameters until the end of March. So you've got okay, a good couple yeah. of months to sneak in and get I the mean, light version of testing. I would say if you're not a confident three-point turner or a confident uh, parallel parker, you're not going to do it anyways. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just keep circling the lot. Yeah, just keep on going around. Yeah. <laughs> So if you can get in, uh, good. Uh, now the upside to this is the numbers, uh, the number of, of young kids that are going for their license. There, because it's a little more streamlined if you do a driver's education course. Yep, yep, for sure. So to me, that's a little bit of of filling that gap, so to speak. Absolutely. Yep. But there's adult drivers in their 40s going to get their first time, you know, mm-hmm. drivers G, G1, G2. Yep. And that, that also, just because you're older, doesn't necessarily make you a better first time driver. Sometimes it could mean worse. Yeah. <laughs> so just a heads up uh-huh. that if, uh, well, if, 
If you're on the roads, shocker, you got to be even more defensive while driving now because this is uh, the lay of the land. And, they, and again, they'll reevaluate by the end of March and see how this plays out. We got a text saying 85% of people can't drive a hot knife through butter anymore anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about 85, but I do agree. There, yeah, there's, there's a number a large there. portion yeah. out there, yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. So a little bit age-dependent here, but what were you up to for Y2K? I was working a part-time job in Wingham. Basically, if the computers were to explode, apparently I was uh, supposed yes. to do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn it off and back on again. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But everybody was, you know, crossing their fingers. Well, having some champagne with New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> bracing for the end of the world. But now there's a glitch with Honda and Acura model cars that's like a mini Y2K. So this goes back uh, uh, about 12 days ago with the rollover with New Year's. Is Some of those cars, the clocks and, and slash calendar inside the car, it switched back to 2002. Oh. And it's still not fixed yet. Oh. So that there are people, if you've yet to, again, maybe you've got two cars in the family, but you're working from home where your partner is and you don't you haven't touched that car and you start it up like what the heck's going on they're aware it's a it's a software glitch thankfully so it's <laughs> sort of fixable uh, is it like a USB drive you got to plug in somewhere? No, 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 you'll need a complete flash, like go into the dealership. Okay. They plug that into their computers yep. and, and can update it. Um, they, so they're investigating kind of what the quickest fix is. But the good news is, worst case scenario, they say it'll be fixed by August. What? I mean, you, you know that it's 11 a.m. It's just that year won't match up. I don't know that I've ever seen, like, the full date in a car. Well, so, some of them, again, as you get into, like, 06, 07, yeah. 08, where you're getting a little bit of a larger Screens, screen, yeah. some of the functionality all will right. show you the time, the date, all the way through, including the year. Again, not all models. Uh, and more so on the Acura side, deemed kind of their luxury tag. Got it. Yep. So there's that. But they uh, they already they said they know the glitch that it has to actually do with the coded GPS device. So if you've got a base model, you're probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just either stuck your finger or a pencil. In, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> click, yeah. click, click all the way through. Uh, but they're fully aware of it. Uh, shocker people calling online. They want an exchange for a new car. A new car? Man, your motor didn't stop working. It's your clock. Yeah. Okay? You're fine. But uh, I mean, we're past the point of the year where you don't know what date it is. <laughs> you should know that by now. <laughs> and how many checks are you writing anyway? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Virgin Radio. Oh, thank you for being a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, Betty White. Less than three weeks away from, from reaching 100. Hit that century mark. Set so many records. What was it? Eight generations? Or sorry, uh, eight decades. Sorry, <laughs> eight, eight decades. Spanning yeah. her career yes, in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, for sure. And when she passed, even though at 99, still a bit of a shock to the system, as so many people thought she would live forever. When famous people die, boom, we go to the internet and we dig. And a massive thank you to historians locally who were discovered uh, by, by way of a couple of online sites and some, some public records. Mm-hmm. Betty White has ties to Wingham, Ontario, notably here on County. Crazy. So here's the backstory. So Betty White's maternal grandparents, they lived in Wingham for a while, where her maternal grandmother, Margaret Hobbs, was born March 5th, 1877. So 
Betty's great grandfather, Thomas Hobbs, he was he was a wood turner. He worked at uh, one of the uh, planing mills in Wingham for many years. And then shortly after, when his daughter Margaret was born, they moved to Oak Park, Illinois. And if you're on her Wikipedia, Betty from Ilk Par- yeah. uh, uh, Oak Park, yeah. Illinois. So there's that connection of, of only, again, a couple of generations removed from enjoying Wingham. And the reason that we know this is legit is because it wasn't from the Wingham standard that this story came from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but also some ties to Niagara region. So is, is there a chance that in all of her years that Betty maybe came back for a little buzz through, through Wingham, through the flashing light, just to see what was up? Did she, did she head to Niagara and the lake? Who wouldn't? <laughs> but the Golden Girl had some very strong ties to Ontario. And Wingham, too, with digging, they've discovered how much of a hot spot that place is for some really famous people. So, okay, let's acknowledge Betty Betty White. So they're, okay, look, it's an extension of, you know, a few family members. Yep, yep. But nonetheless, Alice Monroe, born and raised in Wingham, so a Nobel Prize in literature. Yep, Back absolutely. in 2013, 2014-ish. Yep. Walt Disney's dad, born in Bluevale, so go about... 10, 15 minutes east of Wingham. Crazy. Who knew that Wingham was such a hotbed of yeah, celebrity connection? seriously. Well, in, in two more editions, Laura Geddes and Jeff Kelly, both spending time at a radio station in the early go. days. There you go, absolutely, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we did not make, make a Wikipedia page. No, <laughs> you'll get there, you'll get there. It's still early. Oh, hold on, I haven't entered uh, on the edit portion yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to mention, we got a text earlier about Betty White. Her birthday uh, falls in five days, January yep. 17th. So to celebrate and to honor Betty White on her birthday, there has been a, a bit of a, if not global, North American movement yeah. to donate to a local animal shelter. So there are ideas like as little as, you know, five bucks. Sure. If you can toss five bucks to an animal shelter, that'll add up really qu- uh, quickly. She was a lifelong supporter of animal rights, and uh, this would be an amazing way to help honor her. So her birthday, uh, what's... January 17th. 17th. Okay, yeah. so we'll, they, we're, we're looking Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yep. Let's get that. Now, we'll acknowledge it through uh, through Gettys Gossip to ensure we get some coverage on that, but uh, just a real neat little cute uh, an extension of Betty White and more stories popping up. We got a text, and now this text out a list tool, but her grandmother lived three houses down from where I live in Wingham. Look at that. Let's put oh, up a plaque. There we go. <laughs> I love it. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Welcome. If you want to send your story through to the Help Desk, easily done online at virginradio.ca. Go to the Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben page. Scroll down. You'll see a Help Desk button. Click on that. You can fill out the form, or you can always contact us through socials. This under the header of can't tell if I should move on or try harder. So it reads as follows. Uh, There was this guy I met a few years ago. At first, I didn't really think much of him. He was maybe a friend at most, but that was it. Eventually, he and I reconnected and started to hang out and talk a lot. And while at first I didn't think much of it, I started to fall for him. Most of my friends say he is straight up the male version of me. (laughs) But I got spooked, and for that last few months, I've created some distance. He tries, I push him away. He tries a little bit harder, I push him away. He's kind, he's sweet, he checks off all of the boxes, but there's something in my gut holding me back. I'm agonizing over this. My friends think I'm being crazy, and now, as of last weekend, he's gone dark. I'm lost at what the next step is. 
Well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of your own actions. <laughs> now we don't have a history of if if this if this uh, texter has has had a bad string of relationships and right. there's some hesitancy of, uh, for sure jumping back in or because it feels too good to be true. Yeah, which yeah. you probably have a friend in your circles that that has had that conversation of oh my god I'm falling for this person. They check up all the boxes, but there's something holding me back. Now there's some hesitancy. Perhaps because I don't know. I mean, the, the old term of opposites attract. I don't know that the exact same people attract necessarily as friends often. Yeah. But I don't know if. if well, I, I could speak to uh, knowing I have an acquaintance that she and, and her now husband are literally the same person. Really? Both love fitness. Now, now she's a personal trainer. He's more on the massage therapy side. But okay. otherwise, Still wilderness, yeah, lifestyle, yeah. Nutri- everything is oh, okay. the same. Okay. I wonder what this, what is, and man, if you don't trust your gut, you can end up in some real tricky situations. That's true. But it is, is it your gut and the now in this guy? Or is it history of past relationships and feeling that you don't want to go through that cycle again of maybe choosing the wrong person because by appearance, they seem to work and it falters. But here's, if your friends who you hope always have your best interests in mind, if they think you're being silly or your your words being crazy, maybe you need to rethink this. But the fact that he's been like, see, now is this a see ya or maybe life or work has gotten busy for him? I don't know. But everybody has a breaking point. You eventually go, you know what? I can't try any harder. Can't be any more of me to show this person that that's I want to be with him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I am lost at the next step. What is the next step to this? One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. I I say you go for it. I say full court press. You live once. This could be your person. Now again, not everybody believes in soulmates. So I won't use that term, but. Your person at this time in your life, if this is the best match, man, oh man, don't let that pass you by. Uh, yeah, that's true. Some soul searching within your own soul might be the first the first step. <laughs> A text from Waterloo Region says, I've been the guy. Eventually, I just changed the contact name to ignore and never message them again. Woof. Wow. Cold-blooded. I know. What Sometimes is Sometimes you got to do it, though. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is there one answer to this, or are there a couple of steps that she should take? Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Under the header of can't tell if I should move on or, or try harder. So the story reads as follows. So there's this guy I met a few years ago. At first, I didn't really think much of him. He was maybe a friend at most, but that was it. Eventually, we had a bit of a reconnection. He and I started to hang out and talk a lot. And while at first I didn't think much of it, I then started to fall for him. Most of my friends say he's just the straight-up male version of me. I got spooked, and for the last few months, I've created some distance. He tries to push him away. He's kind and sweet, and, and he does check off all of the boxes. But there's something in my gut holding me back. Now I'm agonizing over this. My friends, they think I'm being crazy. Now, though, as of last weekend... 
He's gone dark. I'm lost at what the next step is. We've got a lot of different responses to this. Yeah, we sure do. Um, A lot of people kind of on the same line of like, well, you kind of reap what you sow in this case. If you're pushing him away, what do you exactly expect is going to happen? Sure. Is this part of it like you kind of like that bit of a game of like dangling the carrot a bit? Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, a few people saying you pushed him away. What did you expect? If you're thinking this much about the guy, give him a chance. If he's still down after you pushed him away, that is. Somebody's saying, well, if he's not replying, maybe he's moved on. Maybe he's found somebody else. That would be a tough one. Um, I'm looking. Uh, no name on this one, unfortunately. But, it, but it's out of Waterloo Region. And well said. It says, good morning. Honey, if he checks off all the boxes, you need to follow, uh, follow that. Sometimes we all think we don't deserve good things in life. Or sometimes uh, really good. We, we run away from it. Because it's the old, oh, this must just too good to be yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Why would I have someone who cares about me yeah. so much? Hey, give it a try. The worst thing that's going to happen is it just won't be a thing. And, and and maybe you can reconnect at friends. But given the track record of his efforts and the fact that you started as friends, then there's some distance, but then it came back and there was something there and he clearly wanted it, but you started pushing it away. I, I don't know if it's a hat in hand approach. But for, for me, and my take is you've now got to give this one hardcore last-ditch effort to just simply reach out, find a way to go, I, I was being an idiot, or tell him. I, I'm just scared because something feels off. And, yeah. and it's not necessarily a you thing. It's clearly me. And, and maybe if he's this guy that matches so well, you can have a conversation about it. For sure. Absolutely. And there, there is a point, I think, in any friendship, if there is a potential for a relationship. Yeah. The friendship is going to end one way or another, right? Yeah. Like, it's either going to be a relationship, yeah. or it's going to be what is happening now, and you, you get more distant, it, you, it stops. I have a friend, and her words, you're either going to smash or you're going to dash. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Can't tell if I should move on or try harder, but when you get into the story, maybe he's moved on. So here's how this reads. There was this guy I met a few years ago. At first, I didn't really think much of him. He was maybe a friend at best. Let's even call him an acquaintance. Eventually, he and I started to hang out and then talk a lot. And while at first, I didn't think much of it, I started to fall for him. When you start falling in love, man, the birds chirp, catch the feels, cartoon hearts are bouncing around. Most of my friends, they say he's straight up the male version of, of me. I got spooked, and for the last few months, I've created some distance. He tries, I push him away. He's kind, and he's sweet, and he does check off the boxes, but there's something in my gut holding me back. But the trouble is, I'm agonizing over this. My friends, they simply, they think I, simply put, they think I'm being crazy. Now, though, as of last weekend, he's gone dark. The texts, the phone calls, done. I'm at a loss at what the next step is. Big theme here of you've got to do that one final push of, like, you com- you complete me. <laughs> you had me at hello, whatever. What, 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 whatever. However, a text out of Owen Sound says she needs to trust her gut. If he's tried this hard and her gut still says no, always listen to it. And be okay with never knowing 
what the no is that your gut is telling you. There's a couple of trust your gut text messages that we got. But the problem is your gut has now given you two different things. Your gut initially was like, I don't know if this would work. Mm -hmm. And now your gut's saying that you missed this person. Good point. Yeah. Very good point, Benny. Uh, Another one that says she needs to write him a message explaining exactly what she sent to you guys. Be honest about how she felt starting out and now how she feels after spending more time with him. And most importantly, how she feels now and at this very moment without him. Mm -hmm. This feels like it's a cautionary tale for anybody else who might be dragging their heels. Yeah. You might need to just crap or get off the pot. <laughs> yes. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and this is, so these aren't my words. I, 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 just in summary, with some single female friends into their 30s and even 40s, apparently not a lot of good guys, some good catches out there. They said the field is pretty empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you think in, in 30s and 40s, that's when you're, get, you're getting a lot of version 2.0, someone that maybe got married in their 20s to the wrong person, yep. or for whatever the reason, the relationship didn't lapse, last. So now you're getting a few more people popping up, but I guess, I guess things, that pond is not so stocked. So it, could you imagine five years from now still not having found the one and you know the one became the one that got away? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but, but by way of evidence and, and maybe, like Benny said, maybe your gut, maybe you need a couple of probiotics. Okay? <laughs> Rebalance your gut biome. Have some yogurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get some activity into your body so you can make some, some better love decisions and, and, and not, ooh, Annette, uh, this theme, we're leaning into this. Maybe he's dating someone else now, I bet. She waited way too long. I think so. Yep. Well, here's the thing. You'll only know if you ask him. I, I, I would do the full court press back to be like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. If nothing else, just ask him. Be honest. Are Have you moved on? Are, are you to someone else? Or, or did I just, you know, are you a little burnt? Maybe, and hear me out. Maybe you really gather up all the strength and energy that you have and make a phone call. A what? Rather than a text back and forth, like a phone call. So, so it's, it's, on, it's an app on your phone, yeah. Oh, okay. So for <laughs> for iPhone users, it's that little green thing yep, yep. That, that should still be on your home screen, but who knows if you're really into it. <laughs> it's green, has a little angled telephone. They don't let you offload it like other unused apps. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Backstage Ben and for Laura. So it is the Backstage Bulletin. Uh, this one's going to be a little NSFW. Yeah. I'll try to, try to keep it radio PG-13 maybe as much as I can. <clears throat> Good luck, pal. Yeah, I'm going to try. Uh, Drake, there is a rumor going around, and I strongly say this is a rumor, but it's so wild, I, I have to talk about it a little bit. Apparently, he hooked up with an Instagram model a few weeks ago. They were at a party. They got together afterwards and went back to his hotel room. Um, from this report, everything very consensual. Okay. So they had uh, a good time. Um, Drake used protection. Wise. Which is wise, especially given uh, some of his history. And now the Instagram model is mad and uh, wants to sue him because she attempted to uh, reuse, I guess you could say. Like, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. She tried to reuse something afterwards and um, Drake had filled it with hot sauce. Okay. If you're, I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Now, after the act was done, Drake went to the washroom. He cleaned himself up, and apparently, he put some hot sauce into uh, the device that he was using, like a little insurance policy. An insurance policy, (laughs) yes, basically. And apparently, it was for the better because, according to this rumor, 
the Instagram model went to reuse it and wanted maybe perhaps to, you know, have a, a lifelong partnership with Drake or at least 18 year partnership yeah. with Drake, um, but ended up pouring hot sauce uh, into a place where it should not be poured. So now she is considering suing despite the fact I don't think she has a whole lot to stand on that. <laughs> if she's even standing right now, if the no, girl is still know. there, yeah. she's slightly that, uh, sitting or writhing in pain. The uh, the, the Tabasco fiasco <laughs> was like, quote, pouring hot lava. <laughs> oh. And again, now I, I, I saw this. Through a legitimate article, but it was mm-hmm. like, this is a wild rumor and probably not true. Yeah. But such a funny story um, that when you're not on the radio, the wording and the verbiage used is hilarious. <laughs> it brought some good laughs off the air. Absolutely. It was very funny laughs. Yeah. I highly recommend, if this intrigues you at all, to look it up. But that's as far as I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Wise move. Yes. Uh, the 94th Academy Awards, scheduled for March 27th, hot off the heels of the Golden Globe doing barely anything. Uh, the Oscars have said they will have a full broadcast, a full show. All the celebrities are welcome and invited, and in fact, they're looking at having their first host since 2018. Jimmy Kimmel was the last host. They went, uh, they were going to have Kevin Hart, and that was a last-minute bail on that. Yeah. And then they decided they weren't going to have hosts for a couple of years. Last year was an odd one. They changed it around a little bit. They had Best Actor saved for the very last. Everybody thought it was going to be Chadwick Boseman, and it turned out to be Anthony Hopkins, and it just kind of fizzled out and and ended. So that was Steven Soderbergh that uh, produced that episode, that that Oscars ceremony. He's not going to be returning this year. (laughs) They have somebody new to work on it. But they're looking at uh, new hosts, and Tom Holland has expressed interest in it. And apparently they've reached out to him. Love Tom Holland, big fan of Spider-Man and all that. But I'm not sure that he's got, like, the hosting chops necessarily. He's very, he's rather timid in interviews quite often. And, like, he's he's very polite and nice and everything. Does he have a stage background? Like, didn't he do West End in London? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So maybe he's got a little something there. I just haven't seen it. He could be comfortable enough that it would be good. But, I mean... There's, there is a high caliber of great Oscar hosts. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was good, but you look back at like Steve Martin and Billy Crystal and um, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler when they did it. it was yeah, hilarious. So I don't know that Tom Holland is the right fit for that exactly, but they are looking at a, a wide selection of hosts. They don't have a lot of time though. It's going to be Mar- what did I say? March 27th. Then they're uh, then it's going to be airing. Have they heard of a guy named Ryan Seacrest? Hey, uh, yeah, He's, <laughs> he'll make himself available somehow. I'm sure. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Carrie joins us on the line. We have her uh, mid-commute from, from Kitchener-Waterloo all the way to, you said, downtown Guelph. So, now, have you have you dropped your son off? Like, is he out of the car? Or will you have a little backup if needed? No, no, he's already at daycare. Okay. Oh, well, and if you say daycare, you can't imagine he'd be much uh, helping some help of these the yeah. <laughs> Outside yeah, of moral he, support. He's two. Yeah. He's two. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, he could uh, be some sound effects in the back. Okay. So, the way this works for anybody brand new to it, it's straightforward. Carrie gets to go first. Well, Ben departs out of the room. And three trivia questions. Most points out of three wins. Incredibly straightforward. Got my key card. Good. Good. Thank you. Benny scared me earlier this week. I was still stuck at home. And at one point, he was inches away from locking himself out of the studio. But there's no one else here to assist and aid in any way. So it would have been a real awkward uh, couple of minutes until he had to break through uh, double pane windows to get back into the studio. Okay. So Benny is going. All right. There we go. All right. So I've got to reach, too. So there might be a mild delay for some uh, yes and no sound effects. But let's see what you know. 
Okay. All right. Carrie, question number one. How many zeros are there in one trillion? One trillion. Yeah, not not the word, lol, but the actual uh, numerical <laughs> value. <laughs> Nine. Oh, shoot. No. Okay. Twelve. Twelve? Yeah. Good. You prevented that. Well done. So you picked that back up. <laughs> <laughs> what city is home to the TV's Golden Girls? Whoa. I know we're, we're going a ways back, but the fact it's so relevant, people have been picking that show back up with the passing of Betty White just a few weeks ago. Yeah, but- I... I- I only saw some episodes, so I don't really remember. I, I, I don't think I would know. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say... Uh, let's say San Francisco. Warm, yes, but wrong side of the United States. Uh, Miami. It was oh. Florida-based. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I thought maybe, you know, the floral patterns, the wicker furniture, screamed Florida. I thought maybe you'd jump on Miami, but that's okay. And and the, ta- the tie-in with the Golden Girls is, if you missed this earlier, we've discovered that Betty White has a connection to the area. She's family, her great-grandparents, uh, born in Wingham, Ontario. Oh, really? Yeah, so we've got a Betty White tie to the region. So hence the uh, Golden Girls question for the day. Final question. Let's see if we can pick up another point. How many neck bones do humans have? How many neck bones? got a background in body sciences. I know this may be just a random guess. Yeah, it's going to be a random guess. I'm going to say five. Oh. Seven. You were almost there. Seven. Seven. Okay. Hey, a single point in the board that often can lead us to a tie. Let's see uh, what, what Benny knows on this. Benny! Still leaning against those stairs. It's so dangerous. I'm gonna put a caution. There's no choice to save them now, though. Yeah, that's just it. Like I can't leave the room. There's only two of us right now. Ben, Carrie, she ended up scoring a single point, but man, did she crawl back? Cause she gave an answer and then canceled that out, and then ended up giving a correct answer. Ooh. It was it was an impressive feat. Okay, so let's see what backstage Ben knows. How many zeros are there in one trillion? Not the word. <laughs> the numerical value. <laughs> Uh, 12. Okay. So at this point, we have a tie. Benny can take the game with a correct response. What city was the home to TV's Golden Girls? Uh, uh, Miami. Carrie went with San Francisco. So she had the heat. She had the oh, relaxed atmosphere. But I, Another classic 90s sitcom, Full yeah, House, based in yeah. San Francisco. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I thought the furniture and those those floral patterns and the pastels would give away the Miami thing. Yeah. But tough one, tough one. <laughs> in the retirement community. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay, final question. Uh, this just for the sake of uh, vanity now. How many neck bones do humans have? Um... Uh, Neck bones connected to the <laughs> four. Oh, that is a no, sir. Uh, one behind Carrie, but still, you're both short. It's still a seven, seven, seven. bones. There it's a bit that that neck. So there it is. Uh, two one victory for backstage Ben. Yes. So he gets yep. the he gets the celebratory music. Two one. That that's not a tough loss. Like you, you know, he didn't really clean things up. So, Carrie, there it is. Um, Tough to leave you on that loss, but, you know, you were there. You were present in Miami, San Francisco. Like, this could have been. It happens. Um, 
maybe some time to reflect. Fire up that Golden yeah. Girls when you yeah. have uh, a few down moments. Maybe when your two-year-old is having a nap, you could fire up an episode yeah. or two. There it is. Well worth it. 2-1 victory. So now 261 wins, 32 losses, and 92 ties. We will give you a chance just like Carrie tomorrow at around 840. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio.